Welcome back to the Trinity League Football Podcast for 2016, our first podcast of the season. I am Dan Albano with the Orange County Register and OCVarsity.com, and I'm joined by my partner again from last season, Scott Barajas. And Scott, the football season is finally here. It's what the football fans have been waiting for all all year uh, since uh, since last season ended. So it's great to be uh, alongside you again. And uh, how excited are you for uh, for football season to finally be here, Scott? Uh, I can't wait. I've been waiting for this since the uh, last December. Uh, you know, it, it, the spring ball was good, but you want to you know watch everybody with the pads and you know all the hitting and and. Um, you know, when September rolls around, or actually we're still in August, you know, but uh, that's, it's, it's, it's a great time of year, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, welcome back to all our listeners. Um, so, and, and for the new uh, listeners, you know, basically what Scott and I did last year for the first time, this is our second season, but what we did last year is that we did this podcast every week of the football season. Um, we went... You know, through the regular season, I think we did one playoff preview, um, you know, uh, going into the first round of the playoffs. I think that was our last uh, show, but we went 10 weeks strong, and what we did every week is we, uh, we previewed the Trinity League football teams. This is a Trinity League football podcast, but there will be in some insights to other teams, um, but we, we're, you know, we're including St. John Bosco um, for your for your diehard Orange County fans, or if you're from uh, if you're a Bosco fan, we, we were we were covering the Trinity League in its entirety, and that's what we're about in our weekly podcast. We break down games, we preview um, preview. Uh, we're going to pre- tonight. We're going to preview our uh, the, the season preview overall for the uh, the Trinity League teams. We're going to talk about um, the slogans for each team and, and what their theme for the year is. Their kind of rallying cry and how and the key for them to accomplish that. We're going to break down offense and defensive players to watch. One star from each team. Scotty's going to be breaking down the offensive players. I'm going to have the defense. We're going to also t- uh, give our predicted order of finish for the Trinity League this year. And we're also going to share some predictions made by uh, Steve Fryer of the uh, Orange County Register, one of my colleagues. We're going to share the coaches poll for the Trinity League that the uh, Orange County Register did for their season preview, which uh, is coming out. And then we're going to preview this week's Week Zero games for uh, uh, this coming Friday. So uh, Scotty and I are talking on the phone. We've got some Skype technology uh, that we're hoping to inc- uh, improve our audio uh, from last year. So, Scott, are you ready to go? I'm ready, Dan. All right. Well, let's start with our our overview of each team, and we're we're gonna the theme we're gonna have is the season slogans for each team. So, Scotty, why don't you start us out? We'll start at the uh, with the defending champions. I believe the four time defending champions, St. John Bosco. What do you think the Braves' uh, season slogan should be? And, and and explain that a little bit, Scotty. I'm gonna go with the black and bruiser Braves. All right, and because the 2016 Braves, you know, won't be as flashy as the teams in the past, um, because they're going to actually kind of, you're going to see them kind of pounding ground it 
more this year and play with this, you know, stout defense. Um, look for a balanced attack, you know, combined with their their you know old line because that's going to be the strength of their team. And they have Real Mitchell, who is by far the fastest quarterback, um, um, probably in SoCal. Um, so you know, get him outside the pocket or you know, design run plays. Um, you know, so that's going to be, you know, how the Braves go on offense. Um, and on defense, their front seven is their strength. So, you know, you know the Braves are going to be, that's why I call them the uh, Black and Bruiser Braves, because they're actually going to be, you know, uh, you know, winning it with their uh, lines. Okay, good stuff, Scotty. Well, my theme for them, for the Braves, is finish the deal. Because the Braves and Coach Jason Negro, they've lost in the Pac-5 finals the past two years to Centennial Corona. So that, to me, is an obvious uh, rallying cry um, for another you know, loaded St. John Bosco team. And I agree with you about, I think Real Mitchell is a, is a very big key to this team. He's got the most um, experience of their of their quarterbacks. They have a few guys that really, you know, the last we heard were competing for the job. Coach Negro in his season survey to the register listed three quarterbacks um, as the quarterbacks to watch. And Real has the most experience. He also, uh, Coach Negro mentioned sophomore uh, Joey Yellen and junior uh, Julian Boyd but Real Mitchell is an up and comer dual threat super fast also works privately with quarterback guru Steve Calhoun a guy I have a lot of respect for and um, so I think that's good and uh, you know I think but I think, uh, and I also think the strength of the St. John Bosco team um, is going to be, like you said, defensive line. And I think another key player to watch is uh, who's got to come through for him is the guy who backed up Sean McGrew in 2015. That's Terrence Beasley, who's a senior running back. St. John Bosco, for all their speed and, you know, the Josh Rosen effect, they also they, they ran the ball awful well. So, um that's my read on St. John Bosco. Scotty, what do you think about uh, a theme uh, for 2016, a, a slogan for modern day? I'm going with injury-free monarchs run the table. And uh, injuries are part of the game. But with uh, modern day to get past, you know, Bosco and Centennial and, the, you know, the teams that have given them trouble – key players on their team have to be full strength and if not they're going to have a repeat of last year um, and without a doubt this Monarch team at full strength will get past those hurdles um, it, it's it's not a, 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 a CIF or bust um, <laughs> season and I know and I know that's a lot that's probably your your your, your uh, <laughs> slogan for them and I know it's a lot of other people's but um, uh, it, it's more about you know just um, being able to to uh, compete without having any, you know you know being at full strength and I know every team likes to be at full strength and that's what we all as a fans want to see um, but uh, it, it'll be fun to see if uh, if they can pull that off yeah it's tough football such a rough game 
Uh, they play a rugged schedule in the Trinity League. There's always some injuries in the league. And it seems like, you know, last year there were some key injuries. Um, I think it was Osiris that, um, or uh, Amonrod, which one was both it? Of them, both, of them. both of them went down, and it was that Jay Sarah game, and they were sorely missed. But then, you know, in, there are injuries like last year, you know, early on, there was also an injury for modern day with Matt McDonald. And then that answered the quarterback question, you know. Then there was, hey, JT's going. And, he, you know, he was already in, you know, competition. It was heavy at that point. But then other players stepped up. And JT, obviously, as a freshman, stepped up. And, you know, across the board in the Trinity League, you know, uh, KJ Costello, the quarterback in Santa Margarita, uh, dealt with injuries last year, too. That was one of the, you know, the bigger ones for sure. Um uh, even though I think it, I think he actually only missed maybe uh, one game. I think, but it, it did. But then he wasn't full strength, and, and he kind of threw off his momentum. And and then, of course, subsequently, Santa Margarita's momentum. Um, you know, but you know, you you getting to know me pretty well, um, Scotty, about my theme for modern day. But I tempered it a tad, and it's championship or bust. But I'm not just talking CIF championship. Um, the Monarchs, they haven't won CIF since 1999, but they also haven't won league since 2008. So I think with the number of returners they have on both sides of the ball, led by an amazing wide receiver group, you know, uh, one of the, could be arguably the best quarterback in the Orange County and the Trinity League, JT Daniels. Incredible secondary. The, the key for the Monarchs to me is that defensive line, and if they can, uh, that defensive line can step up and work well with a good linebacker group, a great secondary, then you know that modern team, modern day team with excellent special teams, with uh, Chase McGrath, we'll throw it out right now to a great kicker, um, Ryan Stonehouse, punter. They just got to get a good, you know, modern day just needs a good D line performance, and a key player for that is going to be Austin uh, Falalua. If I'm pronouncing his name right, you can correct me if I'm wrong on that one, Scotty. Uh, yeah, I think you got it right. Okay. Well, let's move to Orange Lutheran then. What's your uh, season slogan for the Lancers? Throw it and they will come. <laughs> uh, Olu has uh, changed their office this year. For those of you who are aware, aren't aware, uh, they're going to go to a, a, a spread passing attack um, that they've been running, you know, during the uh, summer summer league, and it's uh, they brought in uh, NFL, you know, former player uh, Matthew Hatchett, who uh, served as a beat uh, beat two G passing coordinator, right? Um, and he's actually attracted, you know, eight transfers, which actually tops the Trinity League. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if, if those guys can gel and to see if their line can adapt to this passing game scheme because of uh, being able to, you know, being in their run-oriented offense. But Olu is talented, um, and uh, they uh, are, are, you know, to me, you know, one of the teams to watch for, um, and uh, it, it, it'll just be fun to see how, you know, how they uh, spin the ball around this year. Uh, well, you know, for me, I think uh, my theme for the Lancers is, you know, keep the good vibe rolling. You know, two, th- you know, two years ago, they were 0-5 in the Trinity League, 4-6 uh, and six overall, but they took the Ofer in the Trinity League, which is not shocking. It's a darn tough league. Um, 
But last year, they only made the playoffs. And they uh, they were one of the most improved teams, actually made the Pac-5 quarterfinals. So they return a lot of talent. Um, so I think their goal should be to continue that. I think uh, while they do have a new offense going, I think uh, they're going to need uh, – they're going to need for that offense to work. They're going to have to get some production and some confidence and, and execution out of the quarterback position. And of course, they lost. Uh, you know, graduated Nordington, who I was really impressed with. Thought he was a uh, good decision maker. Um, different offense. He was a dual threat guy, but not a lot of mistakes. Not a lot of turnovers. He really managed well games. He kept uh, defenses uh, off balance. So, and they have a bit of a. They definitely have a quarterback um, duel right now. Um, you know, Helinski is uh, is one of them. Um, a, a transfer from Jay Sarah. You mentioned the uh, transfers, and then there's an incumbent there, uh, uh, Junior uh, Capen, I believe, if I'm pronouncing his right, his name right. But John Capen, yes. So we have these two guys, and you know, the word is is that they have been in um, been battling it pretty good. Um, and then you you talked about the passing tournament, uh, the passing ability and the improvement. But you know, the Lancers did win the Huntington Beach passing tournament. You don't hear that much about Orange Lutheran winning passing tournaments. They won that in July, and that was under Helinski. I think the other guy is might have. Um, the other quarterback might have had some injuries, but there's been a good competition, and I'm suspecting in the opening game that both quarterbacks will play, and uh, and I think I, even for Bosco, we you know mentioned them real quick. I think I think there'll be more than one quarterback play uh, if that game. We'll see how that game. They have a pretty tough opener. We're going to talk about that, but um, that's my thought on. Uh, on Orange Lutheran. Let's move to Servite Friars. Scotty, what's your uh, slogan for uh, Servite? <laughs> Us against the world. <laughs> and uh, I, I went with that one because um, at the end of last year, pretty much everybody had probably written the Friars off of being that they were going to be projected to be the Trinity League cellar uh, dwellers at this year. Um, but going at, you know, at the start of spring, uh, they started going. Um, they they took they took I guess the, the the early summer off. Came back late summer and started showing some signs of of uh, in these passing tournaments of of gelling. And um, they got a couple key transfers and had a solid off season. And and um, they returned some solid linemen. Um, they returned a secondary. Uh, I think everybody returns except for one corner, um, and I, I think Servite's going to surprise a lot of people. Um, and it's you know it takes the pressure off when you're under the radar. So you know it's it's and when you have that going against you, it's always you against the world. So yeah. Well, my uh, my theme, and I like that one. That's a good one, Scotty. Mine's uh, keep growing um, for Servite. It's you know it's year two under Scott uh, head coach Scott Meyer. So I think the the Friars they they they, they definitely want to take an, that another step, show that the progress is uh, is being cemented and moving forward, and that they're on their the way to reestablish them themselves as a as a tree league power as an orange county power so this is a, i think a big year um tyler lytle is the quarterback there you know he speaking of injuries he had a, a hamstring injury that really derailed pretty much
much all his league season. He got hurt in the opener last year. So he's the one that you mentioned the passing tournament. He uh, he and Servite did well. In, they, uh, one of their spotlight tournaments was the Redondo tournament, where they went 4-0-1. And, one, and um, he gelled uh, well with their receivers uh, that day. And I think for them, they were going to have to, uh, the offensive line is going to be, key for them to establish some uh, protection for, for Lytle, uh, to um, probably, you know, try to provide some balance um, with their ground game, but they have some size up there, uh, so I think that's going to be important, but I think, and they've also revamped their schedule, so I can, I can see that as uh, they're not playing the brutal schedule, so I think that could help them um, as well, but I think um, Tyler Lytle, um, Keith Taylor on defense, the uh, one offensive lineman I was I wanted to mention was this, uh, a junior, uh, Luke uh, La. Calento, he's got a brother who's on the team as well. He's one of the, uh, he's a rising junior. Uh, did pretty well at some off-season um, combines for uh, for offensive linemen, or you know, rising recruits, I should say. So uh, um, let's move on to Santa Margarita, Scotty. What do you got for your slogan for Santa Margarita Eagles? Uh, it's kind of a. I went with you can't rush success, and uh, and I went with that one with because new the Santa Margarita has a new coaching staff, and um, and they also have a lot of lack of returning starters, right? Um, and it sent the Eagles in like kind of a, a, a load up mode, and I guess the, at the end of the year they went. I guess they brought in, I guess, some out-of-state kids. They got a lot of out-of-state transfers. Um, and it's understandably so with the competitive Trinity League. Um, and no, I mean, nobody likes to talk to talk about the transfers, you know, but, but they're there. Um, and if you combine it, you know, with, with you know, you know, having to play a new QB and two out-of-state transfers, um, you know, in and uh, I think it's a uh, Wagner was a quarterback last year, um, and he came in last year for Costello, who was banged up and dinged up, and he did pretty good. Um, so trying to rebuild is challenging, but trying to rebuild in a summer is even tougher with a new, you know, new coaching staff. So that's why I'm saying you know you can't rush success, but you know it'll be interesting to see what the you know what the Eagles have have in store. So. Yeah, uh, definitely hard to get success right away in the Trinity League. Um, but you know, you know, I don't know. Jason Negro got it going pretty quick. Um, you know, uh, but I mean, they weren't as. I think they I think it took Coach Negro a year or two to get going. Now he's you know, what sixty six and thirteen, I believe, is his record at St. John Bosco since he's been there. Um, you know, was going into his uh, seventh year at uh, St. John Bosco. My uh, slogan for Santa Margarita is "Just Compete, Baby." Uh, the Eagles, you know, new coach and Rich Fisher, former Nebraska assistant coach. Um, it's got some new staff members, including a, a former um, modern day star in Lenny Vandermaid, who I believe is the offensive coordinator. So we're going to see a new look from the Eagles. They got some under the radar players. I think they have a, some pretty talented lower levels, um, but they got some injuries that they're working with and, and some new guys. Um, they also have a brutal first game against Mission Viejo. But I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how they handle. I think they're going to learn how 
the coach, the new coaches are going to learn how tough the Trinity League is. But I think there there are some things there to build with, and I think they'll be well coached. But we'll just see if they have the personnel. But they're just going to have to, uh, with some young talent there, and and some of their transfers are underclassmen, uh, you know, below uh, seniors. So I think there's a there's some there's an opportunity to build there pretty quickly. I don't know if they can build it this year, but when I say just compete, they've got to keep the faith. They got to have the good vibes with Coach Fisher with the buy-in. And from all reports that I've received so far, when I talked to Coach Fisher, he said the buy-in has been excellent. He's very encouraged. It's just a matter of how quickly they can get going. And uh, Richard Wagner is a key guy, um, good dual-threat quarterback, Trey Green running back, good off, you know, pretty good offensive line led by uh, Brett Nealon. So, uh, but like you said, it's uh, transitions in the Trinity League can be uh, quite difficult. Uh, let's move on. Finally, the last theme uh, for you, Scotty, is uh, Jay Sarah. What's your theme slogan for the season for the Lions? Uh, we're not your average Joes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with the exception of, of Matt Robinson and uh, two uh, solid linemen, Jake Parks and uh, um, uh, my, my, I can't, uh, to, to, I can't, I'm going to butcher his name. Zealand. Yeah, Zealand. Zealand is below, yeah. yeah. Um, those are your, your probably your, your three stars, but everybody else, you know, on that JSER team is the makings of a blue collar team. Um, they're going to be competitive in all their games. Um, they, they just won't be doing it with the, you know, the, the, the past household names. Um, but, you know, watch for JSER to, to, to be, you know, like, uh, in all, in all the games that they play um, this year so uh, but just it's, you know sometimes those blue collar teams give teams more trouble than you you, you can imagine so but um, you know Jason's not a bad team but when you're playing in the Trinity League <laughs> you know it can be tough yes you know um, you know my theme uh, for the year for Jay Sarah is keep the faith which is the Lions, you know, they've been hurt by transfers um, quite a bit. Um, you know, and some of their transfers are in the uh, are in the in the Trinity League. Colby uh, Bowman is out at St. John Bosco. Um, uh, receive promising receiver at St. John Bosco. We mentioned um, Austin um, uh, Falua from Modern Day. Um, you know, key defensive uh, lineman trying to anchor. He's a Jay Sarah uh, transfer, so um, that's a, that's a tough blow with some of those transfers. But uh, they have a young team. That's the word on, that I think they have some young talent, and that's what some of my Jay Sarah contacts and some of the feedback we received at the register is that you know Matt Robinson is a junior, but he likes uh, speaking of Matt. Robinson, I think, is one of the better quarterbacks in the league, and uh, returning starter, that's big in the Trinity League, because there's not that many returning starting quarterbacks. But Matt Robinson uh, says he likes sophomore Tariq Lockett, who's, like I said, a sophomore, and he also likes another sophomore, running back, wide receiver, Thomas Huff. And those are two players to watch. You mentioned uh, Parks is one another junior lineman, and, um, you know, the guy... 
you know, I think uh, they have an excellent uh, star as well. Uh, and he's one of my picks later here in Riley O'Brien as a senior commit to uh, to Penn. All right, uh, Sky, I think we'll take a break real quick here.